In marketing, they call it a hook. In school, I called it in media's res. In journalism, they call it a lead. It's all the same thing, and in today's episode, I want to talk to you about why using it can significantly increase your readership. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cutting Chai Stories, the only podcast that gives overwhelmed business owners just like you concrete copywriting tips that you can use in your marketing right away in just 15 minutes. I'm your host, Jayati Vora, and I'm here to be your editor in your pocket, your guide to the written word and your shot of confidence that you can show up as imperfectly perfect as you are and put your heart and soul into telling the world who you are and what you're about and attracting your dream customers in your unique, authentic voice. I'm your host, Jayati Vora, and today I want to talk to you about how to write a compelling hook. Way back when, I was an intern at The Nation magazine. It's a weekly political magazine. They have a strong internship program. And as part of it, we would have these seminars from senior reporters and editors connected to the magazine. So we'd had a bunch of those, and we knew what to expect. It was some sort of icebreaker, along with introducing ourselves in a conversation or a presentation or a lecture of some sort. This one afternoon, we were all feeling a little sleepy. And the person we were going to meet, Tom Engelhardt, a book editor and columnist who runs the Tom Dispatch newsletter, he walks into the conference room, takes out a rubber ball, all without saying a word, and he throws it across the conference room table. We all look at him, all eight of us. Not sure what's going on. And he says, what's that? And the answer is, that's the lead. Lead, by the way, is spelled L-E-D-E, not lead as in L-E-A-D. And what Tom meant by that was that what he had just done, bouncing a rubber ball off the conference room table, completely unexpectedly, in a total departure from the norm, should be the very first line of the article if we were writing an article about the seminar he was giving. So. As you may have guessed, the lead of an article is the beginning of an article. After the headline, it's the most important part of these. Because if it's not compelling enough, if it's not interesting to you, the reader is going to stop reading. And then who cares how many hours that you, the writer of the article, have labored over the actual piece itself, right? Because your reader has already left to go look at something else. Now, before we go any further, I have to say leads can be of different kinds when it comes to journalism. You can have a quote lead, you can have a question lead, a straight news lead, and many, many more. But for today, we are only going to talk about this kind of lead. One that takes the most surprising, intriguing, unusual part of the story and then uses it to entice the reader to keep going. Another way to think about it is to think about the meaning of in medias res. It's a Latin term that means in the midst of things or as I like to think of it, in the middle of the action. Now, if we were writing the story of that seminar in a chronological way, first this happened, then this happened, then that happened, we might have written something like this. And I'm inventing these details, by the way. I don't remember all of this, but I just made it up so that I could show you a chronological beginning. It was 2 p.m., The summer interns were beginning to feel drowsy, but the alarm rang for their afternoon seminar. They were to meet Tom Engelhardt of Tom Dispatch, a trim, white-haired man who always sported a blue ball cap and a twinkle in his eye whenever they saw him around the office. They sat down in the conference room, and soon after, Tom walked in and threw a rubber ball on the conference room table. What is that? he asked. 
So that's one kind of lead. It's fine. It's descriptive. Sets the scene. You know where and when you are. You know who the main actors are. But the lead begins with, it was 2 p.m. Is that compelling? If you were reading an article that began like that, would you keep reading? Maybe, but maybe not. Now, I want you to compare that to this lead. A man in a blue ball cap walked into the room and threw a rubber ball across the conference room table. It bounced twice, nearly knocking over the paper cup of water by the intern's elbow and came to rest under the TV screen. How about now? Would you want to keep reading this article? There's a stronger chance that you would, right? That's because we started with the most exciting and unexpected thing. We got right to it. We didn't set the scene. We didn't introduce the characters. We started bang in the middle of the action. Let's play with that a little bit more. Boing! A rubber ball whizzed past a woman's nose, bouncing off the brown conference room table, where just that morning, a team of editors had planned the next issue of the magazine. The interns who were waiting for their afternoon seminar looked at each other, at once alarmed and confused. This one also starts in media's res, but it makes the whole feeling a bit more immediate because you began with an onomatopoeia, which is a sound word, right? Remember that poing? You heard the sound the ball made when it bounced. There's also the use of the verb whizzed, which is more interesting and descriptive than simply bounced. And after you mention the bouncing back, you show how novel this is by saying this is a conference room where usually serious work gets done. Make sense? So you can play with your own versions of leads that begin in the middle of the action. But let's talk a little bit about how you can use this in marketing. The hook. Hopefully by now you're a convert. You understand that this kind of an opening, no matter what you're writing, it grabs the reader's attention. So you see this a lot in written ads, like in Facebook ads, for instance. Here's one Facebook ad that I screenshotted. Here's how it begins. I was sitting on the kitchen floor, crying my eyes out while hugging a tub of half-melted ice cream, wondering how my dream had turned into such a nightmare. Dot, dot, dot. Now, there are other things going on here. The writer of this ad has created a scene and has opened a curiosity loop. If you don't know what that is, go back and listen to episode four of season three. But those lines are definitely beginning the story in media's res. You don't know who this person is or why they're crying, but you're right there on the floor with them. And you can bet that you're going to keep reading to find out the answers to your questions. Something really bad must have happened. And you have to keep reading to know more. By the way, whether to read or not to read more, these are not decisions we make consciously. We don't read a line and stop and think, hmm, should I keep reading? Most of the time, something either grabs our interest or it doesn't. We don't stop to debate the nuances. Another ad is that I want to talk about is one that Kathy Heller used to run. For those of you who don't know her, she's an incredible human being, a podcaster and an entrepreneurship coach. I took her program made to do this back in 2020 before the pandemic hit and it literally changed my life. If you're in the market for a new podcast to listen to, check out her Don't Keep Her Day Job. Anyway, so Kathy talks about the first Facebook ad she ever ran. It doesn't run anymore, so I couldn't grab the text of it for you. But it started, I was crying so hard, I had to pull over on the side of the road. It went on to talk about how Kathy had come to LA to live her dream as a songwriter. And instead, she found herself at this soul-sucking realtor job that she hated. And she used that to talk about her songwriting course. She did this on her own, by the way, no copywriters. But she instinctively knew that she had to start with a hook. 
And it was a pretty compelling hook, right? It worked so well, this ad, that even after she became really big, she kept using the same language for years. After you've hooked your readers with that compelling beginning, of course you have to go back and explain what you're talking about. How did you reach that moment? But what this does is grab their attention so they stay for the rest of the story. And you can use hooks in all sorts of copy. Don't think you only need to use it for ads. You can use it in your emails, in your social media captions, that first line right there, that's a hook. Even in your testimonials. Anything that's story-driven that has a bit of narrative in it, you can use a hook there. I have a writing prompt for you that's related to this. But before we get to that, I would like to ask if you like Cutting Chai Stories, if you listen to it, if you find something useful in the show, would you please rate and review us for Apple Podcasts? It helps grow the community and I would be ever so grateful. All right, now for the writing prompt that will help you use that hook to grab your reader's attention. I want you to think of a low point in your life before you started your business. When did you decide to quit your job, change something in your life, follow your dreams? Was it like Kathy, because you were at a soul-sucking job that you hated and you wanted to follow your dreams? Was it like that first Facebook ad when what you were doing just wasn't working for you or your business and you knew you needed to innovate and change? What was it? I want you to picture that moment in your mind. Call it up so that you can actually see the scene unfolding in front of you and then write a few lines describing it. Where were you? What were you doing? Who else was there? What were they saying? How did you feel? Why were you feeling that way? Write it down and then edit it down. And there you have it. Your attention-grabbing hook that you can use to start your next ad or email or social media post. And if you use this prompt to actually write a hook for your copy, please, please email me and share it with me. I love hearing from you. Jayati, J-A-Y-A-T-I, at CuttingChaiStories.com. Jayati at CuttingChaiStories.com. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Until I see you again next Thursday, look out for your next hook. (laughs)